Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. I really hate to break up this conversation, <laughs> but thank you guys for coming out, for swimming here if you had to. Um, and uh, we will start in child's pose here and I will, um, I'll talk to these kids out here. The ones who elected to stay in their arcs. And, um, yeah. Hey, good morning. It's good to see everyone. Excellent. We got some undisclosed locations out there. Really nice. Yeah. Cool. Y'all have joined a child's pose in progress. I'm really wondering. Have a really nice practice today for legs, calves, feet, hamstrings, hips. Um, in the context of grounding, and uh, yesterday, those of you who came to the roll on the floor session, <laughs> um, this is going to be the uh, rebound from the floor session. So uh, it was completely intentional. Um, if you miss roll on the floor, we might do that tomorrow. Um, but. Take a few moments to feel your breath moving your body. Know that it's there. And focus on bringing it into a side-to-side -side sensation. So you're spreading your ribs and getting breath to the, the lowest parts of your lungs. It's going there, right? It's a focal point that we want to have that allows us more breath, more expansion. And brings the breath down from the neck muscles being involved in breath to like core muscles being involved in breath. And that's one way when we're working toward a, a practice that grounds us, right? Is to just start with bringing our breath more deeply into our body. And if at any point the practice begins to feel ungrounded, right? Because sometimes we'll be working with postures that just key us up, right? They may be supposed to bring us into like calm and, and peace, but because of tensions, tightness is in the body. They, they bring us up in that uh, nervous system response. Okay. Start bringing your breath down, bringing breath to that experience in a deeper way. Your next inhale, come on up to down dog. And you can take some time to move around, to bend one knee and then the other. Continue on with breath that moves deep into the lungs, which is fun here because it's moving up into the lungs. But again, go for that sensation that's around the lowest parts of the rib cage. And you feel the breath move the body side to side. And to do that, Ujjayi is going to be helpful. 
breath that moves with the muscles of your throat. Just more focused and becomes an easier thread to follow. You're going to bend your left knee and drop your right heel down. And pause. Press your hands down and forward and pull the right foot back. And really trying to stretch the mat. Uh, side note, if your mat actually does stretch during this technique, you need a new mat. Uh, we have some here, coincidentally. But uh, this is not a mat sales technique. Just uh, have a good mat. Breath in and breath out. Soften both knees, come back to center. Then the other side and bend and straighten and hands down and forward. Left foot hold back. Feel what activates when you do that. For, for all of us, something along the back line of the leg will activate. Could be the sole of the foot, could be around the Achilles or the calf, hamstring or glute. Could be an, an overall sensation. Pinpoint yours, breath into the lowest lungs. Stay focused and then bend both knees evenly. Good. Look forward to your hands or walk yourself forward into a ragdoll. Now bend your knees a lot until chest and thighs come together. If chest and thighs will not come together, no problem. Slide your arms in there or blocks in there and just get so that your upper body can lay on the lower body in some way. Mm -hmm. Take fingertips to the floor or blocks and let your shoulder blades move around your back. So just, this is like Shoulder blade swimming at this point. Totally the technical term for it. Good. Oh, yes, have it. Yeah. Notice any places where the shoulder blades may feel more mobile, less mobile? As noticings. Good. And allow that to to slow and, and pause. And take the hands to the outer edges of the shins, as long as you don't need them for anything else. Press your shins into your hands and the hands back into the shins. Breath here. And breath out. Releasing the work of the hands, but keep the feet pressing down and out, shins moving down and out. Slide your hands up to your hips. You'll take your hands to your sacrum. And back of the hands on the sacrum, palms facing up. Squeeze your shoulder blades together. Good. Excellent. Then if your fingers want to slide together and lace, good. Do that. If they don't, good. Don't do it. Either way, the shoulder blades squeeze in. And if your fingers have now laced with each other, continue that. Straighten the arms. If you want to grab a strap or a towel to do this, go for it. If you want to just keep hands at the back and pull elbows together, cool. What we're focusing on isn't so much what the arms are doing, but what the shoulder blades are doing. Sliding together and away from the neck. Right? Gravity is going to try to pull them down towards your ears. Pull them up and away from the neck. 
One more breath. Release the hands to the mat. Let the arms drain. And walk your feet together. A little softness in the knees. You press your feet down. Come up to stand. Mountain pose. Arms reach overhead. Squeeze your legs. Squeeze your arms. Span your fingers. And then exhale. We'll draw hands together. Heart center. Pause. Breathe. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold forward. And breathe in. Lift halfway and heel toe the feet, hip distance apart. Pull your heart forward as you pick up the right leg. Extend it back. Squeeze the back line of the leg tight. Lower the leg lightly. You're in a low lunge, the longest low lunge you can manage here. Straighten the front leg on your inhale. Draw your heart forward like a halfway lift. Heart, not chin. And then exhale to that low lunge again. Back knee almost down, not quite. And again, you're going to send the hips, hips up and back. Press your front foot down. Heel the foot, ball the big toe, ball the baby toe, down and forward. And then pull into the lunge, really press the back foot, the ball of the foot straight down. A little bend of that knee till it gets almost to the floor. Press the front foot down and forward as you lift up and back. And the back foot, pull back with the heel. And then go again into the low lunge. Ball of the foot straight down into the mat. Back knee bends almost to the mat, not quite. This time on your inhale, straighten the back leg tight. Press your hands down, step back high to low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, press your feet down. Down dog, breathe all the way out. On an inhale, squeeze your right leg tightly, take it up and back behind you. Keep the hips level, so like level one, three-legged dog. Hips are square, good. Bend the knee, knee into right elbow. Draw your heart forward, back leg tight and straight. And breathe in, reach up and back. Squeeze the back of the leg again. Keep the hips uh, square and down dog. And then knee across over to the left elbow. Pick the leg way up. Pull your heart forward. Your body's in a plank from foot to head. Breathe in, reach up and back. Every time you take the leg behind you, it's an opportunity to squeeze glute, hamstring, calf, and really extend the back of the leg. Knee into your chest. Look forward, step through your hands, long lunge, back knee here down toward the floor, and then up. so we're bending almost to the mat and straightening, almost to the mat, straight and tight here. We're going to shift this lunge forward on our inhale and then back on the exhale. So knees moving forward. It can go over the toes, contrary to popular belief. If you have that range of motion, it's fine to use it in this situation. Back. As long as there's no pain involved, you go forward as far as you can go. But we're not going to try to stand up when we do that. It's just for this particular scenario. Press back into the back heel. Stay here. Press front foot down. Draw your heart forward. And then lightly step back foot up. 
Press both feet down, halfway lift. And exhale, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway and heel toe, your feet hip distance. Draw your heart forward, pick up the left leg, extend it back. It doesn't have to be high, but tight and long. So you get a long step back and a light step back, right? Then we're not plunking the leg into that position and just hoping it gets to the right spot. It's intentional. Draw your hips back, heart forward on an inhale. And then exhale to the lung. Press the ball of the back foot down, as much of it as you can. And then as you lift the hips up and back, front foot, all three points down and forward. Work the floor. Right. Rock forward. Back foot's pressing down. Back. Rock. Forward, back knee down, almost, not quite. Good. Rest. And hold. Breathe in. And back leg tight and straight. Press the ball of the foot down, whether it's the ball of the big toe and baby toe, or if it feels more like the uh, the other one, the one beside it. I don't know if that's the fourth or the fifth or the third, whatever you want to call it. Press it down and step back. High to low push-up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Hands down, feet down. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Hands down forward, left leg tight. Take it up behind you. You're just going to that square hips, but you're squeezing the back of the leg. And bend the knee, draw it close to your chest. You come forward into left elbow. Breathe in, reach up and back. Hands down and forward. Drop your right heel. Bend the knee, draw the leg across the body, then rock forward. Body in the plank, heart forward, look forward. Breathe in, up and back. Squeeze the leg tight. Bending into your chest. Press the ball back, foot down now and step lightly. Yeah, really nice. Back knee down toward the floor and then press into the feet. Squeeze the back leg straight. Back knee almost all the way down. Press into the ball of the back. Bend the back knee. Press into the ball of the foot. The next round, you're going to stay tight in the back leg. Then we're going to work this shift forward and back. And you can play with the ankle mobility up front. We're all gonna have a little different bone structure here. So you may go pretty far, you may not go pretty far, uh, but go to the limit. Uh, may not be the flexibility limit, just the, uh, the range of motion limit. For some of us, we're not gonna feel this as much of a stretch. Others will be a huge stretch. 
back into the lunge, even weight, kind of ball of the back foot, and really just even across that. And note whether you have like the baby toe ball on the floor or the, what is that, the, the, the pig that had no roast beef, uh, that one's on the floor. Like we're all a little different, but just notice yours, anchor there, then press into the front foot, step up lightly. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, bow forward, toe heel your feet apart, have a little ragdoll here, a little sway, a little sway. Just let let your side bodies, you know. That point about the ball of the foot, it's really true. We're all going to be a little different uh, in so many areas, but that one especially. Know yours, because if the if the baby toe ball will go down, you want that grounding so that you're even on the foot. But if it won't, you don't need to try for it so that you end up rolling sideways on the foot. Does this make sense? You just want your foot to be well-grounded, balanced in those lunges, right? In whatever landmark in your body is the one that works, work that every time. Release your hands to the mat, walk feet together. Press your feet down. Inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Lunge salutations. Practice that landing in the uh, right spot for your foot. Exhale, fold. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Heel toe the feet apart. Heart forward. And pick up your right leg and extend it back. Tighten it. Place it. Then you know. Reach up. Press your feet down. Rebound through your arms. Hands to your heart. Then to the mat. You could step back down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog, hands down, feet down. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. And take the right leg up and back behind. Squeeze the back of the leg every time you take it behind you. Bend the knee, draw it in towards your chest. Have that big step, feel the ball, the back foot grounding down. Front foot grounding down, you reach up from plugging your feet in. Expand and rise. Hands to heart, up to the top. Step the feet together. Neaten everything up into a halfway lift, chest up and forward. Bow, breathe all the way out. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Feel the lowest ribs expand with your breath. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. You'll toe the feet apart. Pick up the left leg, extend it back, feel it like airplane, place it, drive the feet down, rebound up through your body. And hands to the mat, step back, go high to low. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Hands down and forward, squeeze the left leg, use the back line of the leg as you raise it. Bend the knee, hug it tight to the body, rock forward in a plank with knee in. You step lightly, drive the feet down, ball the back foot, allows you to squeeze the back leg, bring energy up. Hands to heart center, up to the top of the mat. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. And bow forward, hug in. So every time you see the leg lift, it's never a swing. It's always a squeeze of that back line. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Mountain pose, squeeze legs, squeeze the arms. Sun A, breathe out. 
empty. Breathe in, lift halfway, chest up and forward. Low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog, hands down, feet down, legs squeeze. Down dog, breathe all the way out. You're empty here. That is so, look forward, up, walk, do your thing, top of the mat, breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale, reach up, bring your breath down into your body. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Then breathe in. And down dog, breathe all the way. I'm gonna pause here for breath in and out. I like that catch in Chaturanga. Did a, an almost chata up dog that became a Chaturanga again. That was sweet. <laughs> Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Top of the mat. That was like meditation in motion. <laughs> breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Bow forward, hug in. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana. Dig your heels in. Make sure the knees are staying over the ankles. You see the toes, big toes inside. Then sit low. Squeeze the arms and reach. Elongate your front body. You're going to sit back and the heels dig in. Knees staying in the uh, lane of the ankle. Breath in, heart high. Breath out, sit low. Breath in, heart high. When you breathe out, chest to thighs, fold, press into your feet here. Then breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Chest up and forward. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog, hands down, feet down. Breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot forward to the right hand. Back foot turns flat at the diagonal. Warrior one. And take cactus on. Your arms, you're pressing down into their hands. Dig into your front heel, send the front knee forward. And feel your back foot, all three points. Work down and back. And then front heel's pulling you forward. Back foot has staked its claim. You're not going anywhere. Back leg, squeeze tight. Breath in, heart up as you pull elbows down. Good. As you breathe out, elbows toward one another in front. Lace your fingers. Go knuckles up toward the ceiling. The arms stay in front of your eyes to keep the core connected. And reach through the... The ring and pinky finger knuckle here. And then if you want to do the uh, Charlie's Angels thing, I'm not going to stop your style points. But when you're reaching into that, it's the ring and pinky that are reaching up. Not so much the pointer finger. Breathe in. Breathe out. Hands through heart center. Keep your chest high. Keep the legs low. Step back. Chaturanga. Or down. 
Breathe in, upward facing dog, hands down, feet down. Breathe out, down dog. And empty, when you empty, left foot forward, back foot flat, up for warrior one. I'm gonna cactus the arms, pulling back muscle down. As arms come down, like back muscle, like do that work. Back foot planted all three points, ball the big toe, baby toe, through the heel, get those evenly weighted. If you have to uh, lean on the inside of the foot, stance might be too long or too narrow, right? Evenly through the three points of each foot. Pull the front heel into the mat. Press the back foot straight down, just anchor, like squeeze the back leg. And back muscles, pull the arms down. Breathe here. When you exhale, we're gonna bring the elbows toward one another in front, lace the fingers. And then as the arms reach up, you're gonna allow, the back muscles are gonna allow the shoulder blades to slide up. You're gonna reach through your ring and pinky knuckle, right? And then again, if you wanna do some other arm positioning, go for it. This punching is nice for, uh, for some power, right? Style is always welcome. Breath in. And then hands to heart. Look forward. Plant your hands. Step back. Down dog or low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Right foot forward. Back foot flat. Come up and around warrior two. And take the arms out of it, but set your gaze straight ahead. Turn your cheek, uh, turn the face or whatever you got to do to get as much of you in your, your head turned forward. Right? So not the eyes. And, uh, let's, let's do this. Turn everything. Look to this side. Look to your side wall, whatever you consider your side wall. In here, it's the, the love wall back there. Right? Do not move your eyes. So this is not the eye doctor test. Follow my finger. That, no, turn your chin, wherever your gaze lands, whatever you're looking at, totally fine, but it's a neck move, right? And then arms up. And uh, that whole thing of like looking at your middle finger, just like to cast that out. Think about bringing your chin as close to the line of the shoulder as, as yours goes without force. Right. Dig your front heel in, stake the pose with the back foot. Breath here. It's a deeper exhale. Steady. Waist narrows in with the breath out. Lowest ribs spread with the breath in. Stay deep. Breathe out. Spread out with your breath in. Next breath out. Hands to the mat. Inhale your right leg up and back. Exhale, knee in toward your right elbow. Big step into a low lunge. Reach up for crescent. Back foot. Whether it's the ball of the foot of, to the baby toe ball or the ball of foot to that fourth toe, third toe ball, right? stake it down. Abdominals in, heart up. Exhale, sit lower. I don't know where you're going, but we're still here. Yeah, it's cool if you uh, got distracted. We do. 
as deep as you go in this. Breathe in, reach up. Hands to heart, twist. Left elbow toward the right knee. And then open the arms and adjust as needed for your arm length, torso length. Tighten your back leg straight. Ball the back foot, press it down. And from that, rise. Chest up. Breath in and breath out. One more inhale. And exhale. Hands down. Step back down dog or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your left foot forward, up and around. Warrior two, or take the arms out of it right away. Turn your gaze to look at your sidewall. And let's uh, even close your eyes. Close your eyes and get the point of your nose. Right, So your nose is pointing directly to the sidewall. Right? Just get that. Then move from the point of your nose, turning toward front wall as far as your head will turn and add, I mean, have enough there that you're feeling that you're using some neck muscles to do it right so when you do where you too there's a component of it neck rotation and strengthening the muscles of rotation is part of it which is why we don't want you to look out of the side of the, your eyes no no side eye one, the nervous system hates that. Two, continue to work this with the neck muscles. Hands are still at your hips. Turn your head as you do. The right shoulder may try to go along with. It can try to help out. Pull the right shoulder blade to your back, right? Yeah. And that becomes more pronounced when the arms are extended. So get it here with the arms down and then arms up and just kind of babysit those two things that you're turning the head and you're squeezing that shoulder blade to your back. And like, you don't need to overdo it. If you're an overdoer, start to start to notice that. Balance, like real integrity in what you're doing. Takes a lot of focus. Rest your back foot down, stake the floor, like take your post to the floor, squeeze the back leg, dig the front heel in, sit low. Breathe. Inhale, spread your body out. When we exhale, we're taking hands to the mat. Doesn't have to be dramatic. Right? Does not always have to have a reverse warrior. If you find you're doing that, the left leg is up. We're in a three-legged dog. Right? Yeah. Bend your knee. Big step. Low lunge. Breathe in. Reach up to crescent. Right? And we're here working this as a pose, right? So we do a lot of the crescent lunge and flow. It is actually an asana to work. Press three points of the front foot down. Find the ball of your back foot. Whatever connects there to the floor, work that down. From that, rise up. When you exhale, sit as low as you're going to sit in this. It's not going to become a hammock. So for those of us that are a little more flexible, like I go like way down here and just hang, we're going to have to push the floor a little more. Right? It's deep, but not uh, released. Breath in, breath out. We're gonna twist, right elbow outside left knee. 
Then again, if you want to open your arms and adapt this to whatever your arm length, leg length, torso length need, do that. Tighten the back leg here. Get that by pressing the ball of the foot down evenly. As you rotate, breathe. Get the breath to the center. This is a place where nervous system can get keyed up. Pull breath in. Press breath out. Pull breath in. And undo it. Hands to your mat. Step back down, dog, or low push-up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Hands and feet down. Breathe out. Down dog. Pause here. Four on the floor. We're not going anywhere. Get breath in. And when we pause, power in the pause. You can always rest. The down dog is not a resting pose. So when you're in down dog, you're pressing the floor. And if it's, if it's not, if you need the rest, like child's pose, it's right there. And make that part of the practice, not a break, but part of what you're doing. Empty, look forward, walk or hop, top of the space. Dig your heels in, sit your hips back, half lift with deep knee bend. Bow onto your legs, keep the deep knee bend. You can sit the hips lower, so you can do katasana. Hands to heart center, exhale, twist. Left elbow toward right knee. Again, adapt with your arms as needed. Keep your knees in their own lane. Right? So they're over the ankles, which means you'll need to press arm to leg and leg into arm. Always, 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 the leg will be pressing into the arm here. Breath in, heart up. Breath out, bow forward. This time, walk your feet out wide. If you've got blocks, put your hands on blocks for right now. And just do it for right now. And straighten your legs. So straight legs, hands on blocks. Bring the blocks up to whatever height they need to be for your legs to go straight. I'm going to show that you can do it this way. Legs straight, rock the weight forward into the balls of the feet. Because when we go straight with the legs, uh, many of us will find that the hips want to go back. Anyone, everyone, rock forward. Right now, you don't have to go deep with this. But now let your upper body release and be supported by the blocks. So you don't need to lock your knees, but do go as straight as possible. So this is not your average forward fold. There are no rules about forward folds having to have bent knees unless your knees don't straighten. If your knees don't straighten, by all means, they have to stay where they have to stay. But if you can, do the work because there is a, a strength component to bend, to straighten the legs that uh, we're missing if we don't. So squeeze the front of your thighs, pull your abdominals in, bring the blocks up. Right? If you're finding that you can't straighten your knees, it's because your hands are too low. Right? So this is just a different way of working, but we only get into certain parts of the muscle if we use full range of motion. During your flow, Bend your knees. When we're, we're doing that, you want shock absorption because you're moving your body through space and that puts a lot of force. I won't give you a physics lesson, a lot of force. When we're here, when we're stable, when you're really working this, right, with your hands and upper body supported, and take the time to lengthen the tissue completely. 
And that way you don't end up uh, giving up that range of motion in your knees, right? Because we, we want that full range of motion when we can get it. That being said, right, before we move this, you're gonna bend your knees and to allow for movement, walking your feet together and then sitting the hips back, Ukkatasana. Hands to heart center, twist. Right elbow's going to the outside of the left knee. And now you're not gonna be able to check this with your eyes and stay in good form. Feel that your knees are in their own lane, right? they're over their ankle. You can't look and stay in good form. It will throw the whole twist off, right? You gotta feel it and you can feel it. And if you're not sure, start by pressing arm to leg, leg to arm. And then do the same thing with the other leg. Orient so that your knees, unless your ankles are touching, your knees won't be touching. You can think of it that way too. Body awareness, right? Good. Breath in. Now do this just so we can know. Look to your knees, actually look at them. Right. Okay, but you'll notice how like we came out of a good twist, right? then just come out of that all completely and release. So that's why we don't want to look at the knees during a twist because uh, getting out of that curl is tough. So going back to bring your hands to whatever degree, if you don't have blocks, you could go to your shins, straighten the legs. Right. And the way you straighten them is pulling your quadricep muscles up. So it's like your quads lift your kneecaps, inner thighs pull up. Notice the weight just shifted to the heels. A uh, way to compensate for that, if that's really, really happening to you, walk your blocks forward. Bring your blocks up and walk them forward. Okay, so be unconcerned about ever getting your hands to the floor or to your feet. Like unconcerned, just completely. And the element that you're working here is full extension at your knee joint. Like it's not sexy, it's not cool, it doesn't look good. Like, don't worry, we're not gonna take a picture. Uh, we're not trying to be like Instagram famous. You're just trying to get a range of motion in your legs. That's probably pretty tough, which is why a lot of us are trying to avoid it. Release your hands, walk your feet together. <laughs> Crouch down. Oh, so nice to bend the knees. If you think about your day, most of the day we're spending with our knees a little flexed, right? Very rarely. I mean, we don't walk. <laughs> we don't do much of this, right? So getting the leg to straighten and to do that, very rare. Most of us stand like this, yes? Like, have you ever noticed yourself standing on one side? Why do we do that? One knee's gonna bend, one knee's gonna, this is gonna take our weight and not make us do this full extension. So it's hard, it's hard. And it's something that um, we don't practice in yoga flow. And we've said like, bend your knees, bend your knees for so long, but you guys are body aware now. So we're gonna start practicing stuff that's gonna actually help you with the longevity of all your tissues because you're smart. Plant your hands, look forward, little crow. Just think it's not straight leg forward fold. If you hate crow, at least it's not straight leg forward fold, right? Good. Breathe, be, whatever you're doing is great, right? Just make your way toward balancing in your hands. That may mean taking your feet off the floor, but it may mean just working your weight into your hands and feeling the balance there. And walk, hop, skip, jump, make your way to down dog. And just be happy that that is not crow. It's so great, yoga's so great. Like you can post the pose and like, oh, I'm just happy this is not that other pose. Either way, you're happy. Breathe. One more breath in. Empty it out. And step your right foot forward. 
to warrior one. Sit low. But think about the plane that your front leg is on. So that, that altitude that it is, keep it as you turn to the side. Warrior two. Right? Sit low in this. Then hands to your hips. Straighten the front leg. Right? Get your right hand into that hip crease and press it back so you draw along through both sides of your body into triangle. Cool. Press both feet down. Breathe in and breathe out. Feet down and into the floor. You can raise your block. This is another place where totally up to you whether you want to have a bend in the front knee or not, right? You're welcome to. But if you raise your block to the point that you can straighten your leg, you'll be working that skill, right? And um, because we have so many warrior poses with the front leg bent, right? Good idea to balance things out here. Breath in. When you exhale, bend your front knee, come up to stand. We're gonna turn to the side for straddle. Straddle fold, uh, you'll find your distance. You lift up, you bow forward. Check that your toes are pointing directly toward the side of the mat. Hands to the mat or your blocks. In some form, have your hands connected to the ground. Then all four on the floor, press down. So here's another thing where you can for sure bend your knees if you want to. And you can also start to work towards the straight legs if you uh, want to take that on in a practice. Know that working towards straight legs, you might need to raise your hands, right? And that there's all kinds of ranges of motion to be in that feel good to stretch. So, so do those things. Let your head drop, back of the neck soften, breath in and breath out. On an inhale. Halfway up, flat back, pull your chest forward, press into your feet, come up to stand, and turn toward the front for Parshvatanasana Pyramid, where we're going to take, let's go wide, go wide, like hip distance, maybe wider. Right? And that, here's, here's something, when we bow, we want the front knee to be bent. So this is something that like, bend the front knee slightly, we're going to bow into it, then you're going to, to work on straightening the front leg. So we don't straighten the leg, try to go over it like this. That's again, that motion that we want to cushion with what our joints are for, the shock absorption of the joints, shock absorption of the joints. Press your feet down, lift your chest, front knee a little bent, and bow down the center line of the mat, and catch blocks in, in your hands, and back heel can stay grounded. We're going to do this one, like back heel ground, unless you need to pull it up. If you need to pull it up, for sure you can. For a moment, draw your heart forward like that halfway lift. Press your front foot forward and pull that hip back. So as the foot works forward, you feel the hip dial back. That's what we want in, in a Parshvatanasana action. Back foot, it's grounded, it's staked in the floor. Squeeze the back leg. Right? Super uncomfortable for most of us to be in this pose. Totally fine. Like we can be uncomfortable, we can breathe, right? Breath to the center of your body. If you feel the need to fidget, wiggle, move around, instead do something powerful, right? So not powerful to come in and out of this pose. No flexibility is furthered by that action. And let your upper body release down as much as you want it to. You could bring your blocks up as you do that for more support. 
if you feel the need to move, a couple things. One, you're probably in it too far. You probably need to bring your blocks up or change the stance in some way. Two, you may just need to move your breath to that kind of lowest point of the lung. Really focus on that movement. Right? If the mind's craving movement, you've got it. You have movement in your body. And everything else is extraneous, extra to the pose. And again, particularly with hamstrings, we tend to shift in and out because it is such a, an intense experience for most of us, also in this case, outer hip. Right? But that's not going to help us refine the pose in any way or make the sensation better uh, over the long run. Right? Breath in. Breath out. Two more like that. What develops flexibility is consistency over time. And that means like time in the pose here now and a consistent practice of that pose like, over time as well. But for sure, we need to spend some, some seconds in the stretch at a reasonable intensity. On your inhale, draw your heart forward. Plant your hands. And we're going to step back to down dog. Go to down dog and then feel the two legs, the two sides of your body. Chances are they've got some different experience. Your breath in and breath out. Then you step the left foot forward. Warrior one. Drop the front thigh low. So this is not a pass through. Warrior two, same thing. You're going to keep the thigh low. Even though we're not really practicing warrior two here, you're just going to have a good, good asana hygiene, like stay engaged in both the pass-throughs and the ones we're focusing on. Hence the hips straighten the front leg. And then both sides of your body long. So one thing we see often here is that shift the ribcage. Don't shift the ribcage. Tilt the hips. And then a hand can come to your shin or block. And again, you choose... With front knee, how does it feel to you to work the knee straight or bent? The thing we don't want to do is lock the knee. Locking the knee would be like pushing the knee backward. Straightening the leg comes from squeezing the quadricep muscle in our um, you know, healthy range of motion technique. Breathe in and breathe out. Again, this is a good example. Before we come up, we're going to bend the knee and then rise up toward warrior two. Turn toward the side wall. We're gonna uh, straddle, feet parallel, lift up, bow forward. Again, forward fold here. And uh, find the distance that allows you enough range of motion for your spine, depending on your skeleton length, that'll be different. Hands are planted, all four limbs have something to do in the pose. Breathe in and breathe out. This look great. Again, if things feel like, like mental wiggles, body wiggles, bring that to your breath. Right. I was like, I was like fidgeter in chief for a long, 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 long time. Still am. 
uh, until I realized that, like, oh, you know what? Instead of doing that, you can like you can fidget with your breath, right? You can you can give that energy, that kind of hamster wheel energy, the pinball machine energy, give that to just making the breath right? as refined and as deep and as like, big as you can make that motion. Right? It does give a reprieve from the post. But it's not cheating. A little bend of the knees, press into your feet, come up to stand. We're gonna turn toward the front for Parshvatanasana pyramid. And Parshvatanasana does not translate as pyramid, by the way. Uh, stance wide, back foot flat, squeeze the back leg straight, but bend the front knee just a bit here in transition. You're folding to the inside of the leg. And then hands on the floor, hands on blocks, whatever allows you to achieve the good um, fold of the hip and a straightening of the front knee, possibly all the way, right? Possibly not, uh, depending on you. Draw your heart forward and then press the front foot forward to dial the left to back. That's what we really want to get from, from this like, little deep dive. Front foot presses forward, the hip pulls back. That does not lock and load, my friends. That's going to be something you practice the entire pose. Uh, slowly release your upper body down over that. And then you keep pressing the front foot down to dial that hip back. And you can ease up on this in a lot of ways. One would be to bring the hands up. Right? You can certainly soften the front knee. Again, think about we do a lot of lunge postures. So maybe more beneficial in this to work with a higher hand position, straighter front leg, right? Just because like we've done a lot of lunges. And if you bend the front knee in this, it becomes a lunge, right? The hips want a vacation over to the left. I'll tell you that's happening. Press into your front foot, dial the left hip back. Why is the left hip trying to go outside? Because it's smart. Go ahead, do that. Let your hips slide. Just really accentuate over to the left. How's that feel for you? Oh, so much better. God. <laughs> Press into the front foot and dial that back into center. Now, if you can't get back into center, your stance might be too long, right? So if your hips don't want to center up, try a shorter or wider stance. A lot of times if the hip won't come into center, it's because the feet are on too close of a too close of a track, right? And that can really help to be a little wider. Breath in, breath out. On an inhale, you can draw your heart forward. Give a bend to the front knee before you move. Right? That's again, it's good asana hygiene. Step back, down dog. Pause for the two legs. Are we ready to be done with hamstring stuff? Like really ready? <laughs> Come forward to a high plank. All the way down to the floor. Well, we're not quite done. Uh, you're going to come up to your forearms for Sphinx. Because Sphinx is a crowd pleaser. And now after all that, I want to do something that people like. Um, but also, you know, squeeze your right leg. Use the glutes and hamstrings to lift the right leg up. And actually, after all that stretching it, this might feel kind of good. Does anyone feel that this is like a, that, that brings blood flow back in a nice way? <laughs> we, we want that. Breath in. 
and then slowly release. And then squeeze the left leg, reach back through the toes, squeeze the calf muscle, the hamstring, the glute to lift that leg, pause. So earlier in the flow, um, you may or may not remember this instructor was spouting out, every time your leg goes behind you, it's a chance to do this. Does that make sense? The same thing when we step back into lunges, right? when we step backward in any time, right? There's an opportunity to strengthen uh, this line. Slowly release down and then release down slowly. Hands underneath your forehead center. And hands underneath forehead center, they're just gonna stay like that. We're gonna squeeze both legs, draw your abdominals in, use the back of your legs to lift them and now bring the upper body up. So we got locust with the hands underneath the forehead and then arms extend. They stay kind of in your peripheral vision. They're not trying to lift behind your body. They're staying in front to keep the core body integrated. Breath in and breath out. Slowly release down. Slide the hands back underneath your elbows so the thumbs are at the, the lowest ribs. Pull your elbows in towards center. Pull the elbows back. You're going to press your feet down. Squeeze your legs. Take cobra by grounding your feet. Someone told me once the cobra gets its upper body up to do that cobra hood thing by pressing its tail down. Uh, I didn't need to know that information, but <laughs> that is what we're doing here. Press and then release down. Hands underneath, elbows pressed up to hands and knees and back to down dog. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. And look through your hands. Walk or crawl to seated. Come down to your back. Hug your knees in. Give a little rock side to side. Oh, remember yesterday's practice? It was so nice. We just did this. <laughs> yeah. And then arms out to the sides, like belly twisting pose. Just, just lightly and explore the range of motion here. Nice twist to close this with some other movements besides front and back. That was great. That was a lot of attention paid to a lot of really kind of esoteric yoga things today. I gotta say, I'm, your teacher's really enjoying the lengths to which you allow her to go with these things <laughs> because your practice, everyone's practice is just so sharp, just so sharp right now, like really, really good. Back to center and one knee in each hand or let the knee spin independently, just let the leg bones stir it up. You know, just like a tiny brief story, I taught a um, a first time yoga practitioner private on Thursday and remembered the awe of that first yoga experience. You guys remember that? Remember the awe of that? And uh, it's it's so great to, to see both sides of this. Like there's this awe of the new experience of never having been in your body in this way before. And then this awe of these small details making such a huge difference once you do have the uh, the nuance and the subtlety. It's really, really cool. 
your knees in towards your chest. Have a breath in to your center. And then you breathe out, release to Shavasana. Unwind and let go. And as you are ready to move again, start with a breath deep into your center. Move your body with that breath. Let it go in full release. Feel your body drop down, be held by your mat, by the floor, by the earth below. As the breath comes in again to your center, also let it radiate out through your entire body as if it could go to your arms and legs, fingers and toes, and start them moving in small ways. And you'll roll to your right side, pause, and then make your way up to seated, taking your time and placing yourself well into the seated asana of your choice. Shrug of the shoulders here to let things be released and to feel the front line of the body lifting, spreading out. Bring hands together at heart center. Have moments here of clarity for yourself. Deep breath in that goes to your center. empties, unencumbered by any tension of throat or neck or jaw. Draw thumbs to forehead center. That was great, y'all. Thanks so much. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.